everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. So they say good things come to those that wait. So since you've been waiting, got a little story or got a little treat for you. There was originally in the blog that the podcast came from, Caffeinated Humor, there was a three-part story about the evil couple who, let's face it, that's where this whole thing started, was talking about how shitty they are. But it was a three-part story. It worked out well for the, the blog, but this is a different medium. Let's try something different here. So going to keep just a short intro on the first part, then we'll jump to a much, much longer than usual second part. Making sense to everybody or is anybody confused? I'll wait. Now, that being said, when it comes down to dealing with people that are like at a different level of evil than myself, it's a daunting thing. It's a little intimidating because I have the capability of being one of the shittier people I know. And so when you run into somebody who, you know, eclipses your abilities to do stuff and be crappy to people and all that, it's just a little bit, it humbles you. It kind of brings you back to center, what we like to call a come to Jesus moment. But that's exactly who the evil couple are. I mean, I've seen this woman shit on her husband, shit on everyone around her, shit on me on occasion. And then out of nowhere, when you think he's the most biggest victim in the world, nah. He spins around and craps all over her. So maybe they're that couple that's just made for each other. But that being said, why don't we just go ahead and move on? So since we all know the subject matter, today's episode is called A Long Story About Evil in the Rain on today's Caffeinated Humor. So it's raining and I'm getting wet. And I could care less. First of all, I lived in Portland for about five years, so it's like, you better get used to getting rained on or you move. But I'm in Southern California now, doesn't rain all that often. And when it does rain, it's not the Portland mist that'll go on for months that I'm, I was used to. It's Southern California rain, which means if it comes down mellow, take it as a blessing because otherwise it's gonna come down in buckets and you'll be soaked about an inch will come down in a two-hour period and houses begin sliding down hillsides. Now, it's morning. I'm making my usual trudge from the parking garage to the quarter mile down the beach to my office, but there's a Starbucks in between. Usually, being rainy, I would be hot-footing it down the street without delay. Despite having lived in Portland, I don't like getting wet. Except for one thing, them. Mrs. Evil Couple looks quite fetching today, despite being a school day, and gone is her ugly thick muscle man pants and the oversized t-shirt without a bra, and instead, a lovely form-fitting gray sweatsuit yoga pants combo. Mr. Evil is wearing his surgical pants and a hoodie, and huddling under the single umbrella between the two of them is her, Mama Evil Couple. Let me backtrack for a second. Some of you are probably not following us. Now, the evil couple are who I started the blog that this podcast came from. Every episode of the podcast is my opinion on a certain subject, slight break for a few seconds, and then a reading of whatever the post was that I chose for that day from the original podcast, or sorry, from the blog. Now, there's over 700 posts, so there's a lot of material there. 
but it, the evil couple is where all of this started from. I happened to be recapping an argument they were having in, in Starbucks one morning, and a friend of mine texted me. I was putting it on Facebook, and a friend of mine sent me a text and said, you have been looking for something to blog about. This, is a, this has been the funniest thing I've, I've read, listened to for months. This is something you should write about. So I did a lot. Now here's a recap. Mrs. Evil Couple is a fairly vile woman who thinks you're a moron and she is so sick of your shit. She normally dresses in baggy, thick sweats, like the kind Arnold Schwarzenegger wore in about 1981, and a way too large t-shirt with no bra and a serious need for one. She is a mother of twins and nature does provide. Unless she's working, she's in real estate. At that point, she dresses in very high-end, very well-cut business clothes and is one of the more stunning women I've ever seen put together. Now, the reason I hold her in such awe is I've never seen anybody treat everyone around her, including her husband, with such vile disdain without somebody getting shocked. He's a local doctor, always in surgical scrubs. He seems very kind, caring, compassionate, and honestly puts up with way too much shit from her. But before you can figure out that he's the victim, occasionally he whirls around and shits on her in a, a just a compressed, humiliating way that is just stunning to watch. And they've been an obsession of mine for a long time. I've written about well over 50,000 words on the original blog about this. The Evil Couple. Now, I've always viewed Mrs. Evil as consistently the worst of the two, and I often wondered, how does that happen? You know, what process went into creating such an, an evil person? And then I met Mama Evil, and she came into town like the villain gunfighter from the Old West, you know, that came into the town with the, the spurs clicking, the kind that was on the wanted posters, and now I know how her daughter was made. As they walk along in the rain, I noticed an interesting thing. The umbrella, being held by Mr. Evil, is positioned over Mama Evil, which leaves the two of them, Mr. and Mrs. Evil, inadequately covered. In other words, getting wet. And Mama Evil is taking her time. You can tell you're looking at her and she's going, well, she's old, maybe she needs to slow down. No, you can even look at her and realize she's, she's really taking her time. Now, three people, two of, them, two of them are impatient to get where they're going quickly, and one person who seems to not give a shit at all. God, I love this. Getting wet is really a small price to pay. Christmas comes early for some of us. So there I am on the corner with Mr. Evil and Mrs. Evil Couple and Mama Evil. And I have water dripping down my face. As we all wait for the light to change, Mama Evil moves a little bit more forward. It seems like a perfectly normal move, unless of course you watch this woman as intently as I do. Mr. Evil adjusts the umbrella to cover her, and in doing so, it happens to move what little bit was covering some of his wife's uh, face, uncovered. And Mrs. Evil does not seem to be able to ignore it. She has what I like to call the wet cat response to the rain. In other words, she's miserable. Now, there's no way to know that this was 
intentional on the part of Mama Evil, but like I said, I watch her intently. And let's go by her track record. And there's a, a hideous karmic cloud that must follow this bunch around like the plague. I start to wonder if I walk a block away from them, would it be raining there? Or is it just the rain clouds following them? So the light turns green, we make our way across the street and into Starbucks. Mr. and Mrs. Evil stop at the door, shake off the wet, and close the umbrella. Mama Evil doesn't even break stride. She just walks in like it's nobody's business. This is how she rolls. Now there's a fair-sized line, doesn't even slow her down. She walks to the front of the line, holds up a hand to the cashier who's writing on a cup for a customer. And, you know, customer, the one that waited in line, and now it's their turn to order. And when she speaks, it's with a little Russian accent, and I don't know why, but it makes it so much worse. I would like small coffee, black. My son-in-law will pay you. I am sitting over there. She idly gestures at Mr. Evil, who's just coming through the door, and gestured over the occupied tables near the cream and sugar kiosk. Then she just walks off. Now the fuck you is implied at this point. I think we all get that, right? So I leave the line to go watch. I'm excited. I'm a little nauseous. I mean, at this point, you couldn't get a pin up my ass with a jackhammer. And the small round tables are all occupied. The one in the middle has a business guy who's sitting against the wall. He's reading his paper. And the chair at his table is unoccupied. Mama Evil sits down without being invited and just sits there, glaring at him. The uncomfortable clock is ticking for this poor bastard, and I think deep down he knows it. After about two minutes, folds up his paper and leaves. He looks confused and a little ashamed. Now, I had a phenomenal line that I was going to use here about altar boys and shame, but when I originally wrote this, my mother was an avid reader of the blog, and I didn't need that kind of shit going on in my life. You know, if you're if you're going to self-inflict a shitstorm on yourself, eh, make it over something that you really don't mind getting shit over. Now, Mama Evil moves over to the previously unoccupied cushioned seat and settles in. And then catches me watching. Ah, shit. The narrowing of the eyes is unmistakable, and she has caught me before. So I kind of back up, fade into the line with as much salvaged dignity as I can muster. So now I'm full-on hiding in line at Starbucks. It's a little humiliating, but you know what? I got no pride at this point. You know, nobody's proud to be hiding from a little old woman, but in these circumstances, you do what you gotta do. I mean, I got caught watching Mama Evil evict some uh, business guy from his seat and the glare of an old Russian woman, possibly a gypsy. That's not something you just shrug off. Through the display racks, I can see the evil couple settling in themselves with Mama Evil. Mrs. Evil Couple, she does not look happy. More of a pissed off wet cat vibe going on. Now I still can't prove it, but I think that e that Mama Evil was fixing it so her daughter got wet, specifically on the way to Starbucks. Anybody else you would say this about and you give them benefit of the doubt? Before you accuse me of being vile in the mind over some little old lady, you better, you know, step a mile in my Nikes and consider what I've seen and heard about with this bunch. So, anyway, since I am holding the others, hiding on the other side of the display case, this is not stalking. The only downside is I can't hear what's being said. 
However, it appears that Mama Evil is ripping the kids a new one for something. I get my coffee and head to the cream and sugar kiosk. I take my time, but I really can't hear anything significant. Other than Mama Evil used the word shit once. Now, as my crap luck would have it, there's not a table within spitting distance of this group. I end up on the other side of the room. So I hunker down, I swill my caffeine, and I begin typing away, recording the goings on. Now, in a bit of creepy running gag, several times I look up and I find Mama Evil glaring at me. And it really is getting uncomfortable. There's like a, a, a fairly sizable swamp ass situation going on that's just from my nerves alone. It's like getting caught masturbating before you're old enough to feel guilty about it. There's just that, oh, shit. You know you might be in trouble for doing something wrong, you just aren't sure what. And as happens sometimes when the caffeine starts to kick in, I get into these writing jags and I forget everything around me. You know that feeling you get when someone you're sure someone's staring at you and it feels so strong you don't want to look up because if you don't see them, they aren't there like you're invisible. If that last line doesn't make sense to you, then there's a little bit of insight into the crazed crap that goes through my head. You. Mama Evil is standing in front of my table, glaring at me live and in person. I can see the evil couple over at the door getting ready to go out into the weather. The weather. Mama Evil waves her finger at me. You need to mind your business. It's very rude what you do. And with that, she turns and walks off. I realize I'm sweating. The feeling of a relief that comes over you when something scary is over and your mind freaks out is a strong one and it's not easily shoved off. She is right though. I mean, I have listened in on conversations for several years in Starbucks writing the, the podcast or writing the blog that the podcast came from. And I gotta tell you, that was the only time I ever got caught listening in. And it was by the most vile person I'd ever met. So once that was over and I my hands quit shaking, it was time for coffee.